Okay, Boker Tov, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Yud Zayin in Erevin. We left off yesterday at the second line on the page. Omarav Gil Omarav, Shlosha Bechamesh Asurim. Sometimes it's possible to have three people within five saw, and that's Asur, Besheva Mutarin. And if it's in seven uh, saw, that's Mutar, which just seems very strange because if it's the same three people, if they only have five, ba- five saw, of area, that could be Osir. And if they have more, then it's Mutter. Now, we're going here with the Sheet of the Chachamim, even though we said yesterday there's a Pasch, there's a Psach here, like Rav Yehuda, in the case of a Yochid, or two, but in the case of a three, everybody agrees once there's three people, then it's a Shayara, and you give them as much as they need. However, the Bryce before said, as long as there's not two, two saw that are open, that's not being used. So here, this is a strange thing. He says, if you have three people in five saw, that could be usur. But in seven saw, which is even more, that could be mutter. How is that? Amulei, so they said to Rav Gittel, did Rav really say that? Amurav Hachid, Rav really say that? Like I swear by the Torah and the Vim and Ksuvim. The Amurav Hachid, Rav said this. Amurav Ashi, my Kasha, what's the problem? Maybe this is what he means. If they needed six saw for their business, for their cattle, whatever, for their carryings that are on, they needed a large amount of six saw, which is quite a bit. That's 15,000 square amas. And they needed, but they surrounded the area. In other words, they made a chotzer of, of seven. Then I feel the it's okay. Because if they needed six, meaning they're occupying six, even though they made an extra saw, that's okay. But let's say they only needed five yikifu b'sheva, and they surrounded it with seven, that I feel b'chamesh also. <coughs> Even in the five, it's also because there's two empty saw there. You can't have two empty saw. So it's not a question. It's the same three people. And we say sometimes it's okay, even in seven. Why? Because they needed six. But if they only needed five and they made seven, they made an area of seven, a chaser of seven, then even, even they can't even use the five because you have too much open space. You have two saw of open space. That's what we said yesterday about six, seven lines from the bottom of the base of the You shouldn't have two saw empty, open. So when he say you shouldn't have two saw open, my love, Panim Adam, we thought it meant that it's Panim Adam, meaning if each person needs two saw. We said a person, for one person or two people need two saw. So if each person, there are three people there, presumably it's enough, you need six saw. So actually, based on Panim, right? My love, Panim Adam, doesn't that mean Panim Adam? In other words, if each person needs two saw, and here you have seven saw and you have three guys, and only have one saw open. So what's the problem? This is low, Panim Kalim doesn't mean empty of people that a person needs two saw. That's what Rashi explains. The whole you need two saw. No, it means that <coughs> when you're occupying it with you, all your belongings and your valuables and your cattle, etc., you should you should if you have a, if you you shouldn't have two empty saw there. In other words, that are not necessary not necessary because you don't have that much stuff. That's what it means pony Mikalem from your from your stuff. So that's again what we say. Even if you have three guys and with three guys. We said, according to Chum, you could use as much as they need. If they need 100 saw, that's also okay, if they need it. But they shouldn't, if they needed uh, um, 98 saw, and they made a place for 100 saw, <laughs> that's too big. It's too saw empty, and that's invalid. That's what the Chum made these rules about Chatzeros, etc. They were makel when it comes to traveling, etc., but only so far. Itmar, Shlo Show Mason, let's say you had three guys. And according to the Chum, we said, in fact, everybody says, even Rabbi Yehuda said, Rabbi Yosef said you need Shesiv Arab, but even Rabbi Yehuda said that if you have once you have three, 
Even the Psak yesterday was sort of like Rabbi Yehuda, right? Where he said, we said in the beginnings were Rabbi Yehuda and the Sefer Abonim because he went like his father when it comes to the, when it comes to Shayara, you give them as much as they need, as long as it's not too empty. But that's if it's, a Shayara means you have three guys. Let's say you had three guys who made and one of them died. You started off a Shabbos and you had three guys in the, in the encampment, right? Three guys traveling and you're allowed to make as much as they need. And then on Shabbos, one guy died. <coughs> so now you only have two guys. So if you only have two guys, you're not entitled to such a big area. You're only entitled to two saw. What do you do now? So or or let's say you started off with two and you only could have you could only allow two saw. But a toast for laying, and then one guy showed up on Shabbos. Can now they make it bigger on Shabbos? Can they extend it and use more area? If let's say I didn't involve any mloch of Shabbos to build the mechitza, you just you know move your cattle around or whatever. Or, or your your non muktza belongings. One says Shabbos is garment. As you look at what it was like at the beginning of Shabbos, the beginning of Shabbos there were three. Then you can use the whole Shabbos. You can you you can use the entire area because you go like like it's like when it comes to muktza. Is it muktza at the beginning of Shabbos or not? Is it is it set for use on Shabbos or not set for use on Shabbos? Here too. You look at Shabbos, the beginning of Shabbos, there were three guys there, that's okay. The beginning of Shabbos, there were not three guys there, then you can't do it even if a third guy shows up. So, so one says that Shabbos is, is the cause. No, it goes according to the number of people. <clears throat> so if you have three people there, you can use the whole area. If you don't, you can only use two saw. So Gemar now says, Tis time Rafunu Dhamma Shabbos goes. Let's, let's prove that Rafunu is the one who says that it's the Shabbos which is going. Dhamma Rabba. Rabba said his following thing. Boy, Mir Rafuna, I asked Rafuna, boy, Mir Rabbi, I asked Rafuna and Rav Yehuda. Erev derech pesach let's say you make an Erev, an Erev between two places that basically asher on one another. Like, for example, if you have uh, a chatzer and a house, so you have to make an Erev so you can carry from the house into the chatzer because the chatzer is a place for more, for more people and the house is a place for less people. Only the people live in the house. So you have to make an Erev there. That's why we have to make Erev today. We have Erev chatzers today. So you should be able to carry from your house into the chatzer or the Rosh Hashanah. It's not really Rosh Hashanah. You can't make an Erev in Rosh Hashanah, but you can make an Erev in a Carmelis or, or a uh, Chatzer. So, Erev Derech HaPesach, or an apartment house, whatever. So the uh, the common areas is considered like a Chatzer. So derech, so let's say you made an Erev Derech HaPesach through a doorway, which is a common area, common door. Benissim HaPesach. And now the doorway was closed up on Pesach, whatever. There was a, a cave-in or something, and you can't use it anymore. Is the Chatzer gone or not? Or Derech HaChalon, or through a window, Venestim HaChalon now, Ba'amrali, and he said to me, in other words, I asked Ravuna, I guess he is, I asked Ravuna, maybe Ravuna asked Rav Yehuda, Ba'amrali, and he told me, because otherwise, what's Ba'amrali if he asked both of them? It's probably us, Boi me Ravuna, Uboi me Rav Yehuda, maybe he asked Rav Yehuda, Ba'amrali, Shabbos, or maybe meant that both of them said that Shabbos, Shabbos, Hoel, Vehutra, Hutra. Once it's mutter for Shabbos, it's mutter. In other words, it's, it goes by the beginning of Shabbos. So here, the same thing idea. This time, that's a good proof. Do you look at the way the things are at the beginning of Shabbos? Beginning of Shabbos, it was Roy for the whole amount, whatever amount that we're going to use, even more than two saw. Then it's good. Then it's good to hold Shabbos, even if one of the guys died. It's just like we see over here when it comes to an Arab. If you made an Arab at the beginning of Shabbos, even though it's not possible really to have a common area anymore in Shabbos, but you look at the beginning of Shabbos. So, Amar Afun of Yitzchak, so if Afun is the one who says, that you look at the beginning of Shabbos and Yitzchak is one who says, no, you look at the people. Let's say they have the same achlok as the Chorah as Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yudah. Let's say you had a chotzer 
that two two opposite ends broke up, broke down, or two it doesn't make two two of its walls fell down. It's no longer a chutzur. Or a house that was broken to its walls. Or a mobi, which you're only allowed to carry in because it had the beams or the posts, and they fell down. Rabbiuda says you can use it for that Shabbos. Once it was okay at the beginning of Shabbos, you can continue using it the whole Shabbos. Rabbiuda says no. That you can't look at that. And as Rabbi Yossi really just, he says it like an Akasha. He's saying you can't use it on even that Shabbos. If it would be mut to that Shabbos, you should be able to use it on every Shabbos in the future. And if he can't use it on Lava, obviously it makes sense that next Shabbos he can't use it anymore because Shabbos started out with nothing. Then then it's also for that Shabbos too. In other words, it shouldn't go just because it was okay. It was kosher at the beginning of Shabbos, but it fell down. It's like, uh, you know, we have an Erev, right? The Erev fell down on Shabbos. You can't use it. You can't use it on Shabbos. So, so what do you see over here? Lame Ravuna. Ravuna says you look at the way things are at the beginning of Shabbos. Beginning of Shabbos is okay. It's okay. He goes like Rav Yehuda says that even though even though the doorways closed and the lechi fell down, etc., you could still use it at Shabbos because you look at the beginning of Shabbos. It's like Tamar Kavias and Yitzchak says no. He goes like Rav who answers it. I could even come out like Rabbi who asks it over here. I'd come and come Rabbi Yossi. Also, my the lesson of Mechitzas. There, Rabbi Yossi is talking about where the walls fell down. The walls fell down. It's like the air fell down. The air fell down. You can't. You can't walk. You can't walk in Shabbos if you don't know about it. Obviously, no. But if you know that the air fell down, you can't use it. Hacha is no Mechitzas. But up here, the Mechitzas are here. Here, the Mechitzas are here. It's just that one of the guys died. So you know. So uh, so Rav Huna could say Rav Huna was talking about a case where. Um, uh, where, where the the derech pesach or nistema pesach, right? The the thing fell down. The air effectively, the area, the common area between the things fell down, but the but the walls are still there. The chutzur, the 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 chutzur, the walls haven't fallen down. The partitions are still there. So maybe Rabbi Yossi would be motivated to me. Rabbi Yossi is only talking about where there's no mechitzas fell down, but mechitzas are up there. Maybe he would be motivated to me. So Rafuna said, I can keep, I can even come out like Rabbi Yossi. For Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak, who said what? That where you look at, at what the situation is right now, right? You don't look at what it was at the beginning of Shabbos. Um, and so he'll go, right? We say he, he'll, he, he could say, and he'll say, I can even come out. I know don't make a fear of You want to say, I go like a Biosi who answers it. I could even come like a Buddha. Why? I'd come like a Buddha. Awesome. El Dishnal Adyurim. Rabbi was talking about a case where the Dayarim are still there. Just what happened? The, the opening, the chalon, or the doorway got sealed up, but the people's there. Hacha lesson, but here there's no, there's nobody, there's nobody there anymore. In other words, I can even come out like Rabbi Huda, right? Because Rabbi Huda is talking about a case where the dayarm is still there, but here there's nobody here, there's nobody left anymore because there's nobody. Uh, the issue is, are there people living there or not? And here there's no party living there; the people are gone. So. Uh, in this case, also, Lachar Rabbi could even say, "I'm talking. About, I can even come out like uh, in in the case of in our case, Ravashi is talking about uh, not Ravashi, rather Shlosho uh, Mehem, where the Deorim are not there. Maybe he could also come out that way as well." Uh, Rashi over here says, um, Where's the Rashi here? Yeah. 
Yeah, there's no Rashi. The last Rashi is even with the Gos Agra. Rabbi Yosi and Mutarma for Shimon goes to Rabbi Yosi Le Isser, Vachikam, Shem Shasun Lasulava, Kachasun Lava, Amalar Midenhol, Hutra, Hutra Kerav Yitzhak. So he says over there, in other words, Rav Yud is talking about a case where the Dayarma is still there, but here there's no, there's no Dayarim when the, uh, the Chatzar fell down or when the house broke down, or whatever. There's no Dayarim, so the cases are different. So, yes, Rav Huna is the one who says that in our case where uh, one of the persons died or another person was added on, you don't look at it. You look at it the way things were at the beginning of Shabbos. Rav Huna is certainly that one. So Rav Huna and Yitzchak argue there, but it's not dependent on the Machlokas of Yitzchak and... Uh, I mean, Rav Huna and Rav Yitzchak argue over there, right? But that is not dependent on the machlokas between Rav Huda and Rav Yossi. Um, now, if you look back at the Mishnah, the Mishnah had said that we're speaking about, Rav Huda said the whole heter for those ropes that we looked at yesterday and all those diagrams from, uh, from 118 uh, through, the, through 121, those ropes, that heter was only for Shayara, a group of three. That's what Rebuta said. The Chums say no, makes no difference. The Chums are speaking about the way things normally. Normally it's a Shayara, but it could be one person also. Then we said Rebuta, Rebuta's opinion, no, you need a, you need Shesib Arab, you need vertical and horizontal, otherwise it's not a Mechitza. And then the Chumrim, Echad Meshed you only need one. So the Gemara now asks, <coughs> like it always does, isn't Chacham the same as the Tanakama? Says the Gemara, Chumrim, Echad Meshed Varm, Hainu Tanakama, Ikebnayu, Yochabi, Yishev, Nafminiz, <coughs> one person in the Yishev, not on the road. What does he mean by that? In other words, when, when Rabbi Yudah brought down the opinion, he said, we're only speaking about a caravan, and the Chum say no. The Chum doesn't mean a caravan, Dafka. That's just usually how it is. Who's on the road? Usually people don't travel by themselves. Usually they're in a group. But still, we're talking about an individual on the road. In other words, it's usually a Shaira on the road. But if there was a person on the road by himself, that heter of the Chavalim would be there too. That's the Tanakama. Whereas a Chamsei, Echemishnei Varmo in general, it's not limited to one person on the road. In other words, Rabbi Yudah said it's only a Shaira. Chamsei, no. Even a non Shaira, just usually the people on the road is a Shaira. It's not an individual person. But if it would be an individual person on the road, that would also be mutter, but not an individual person in town, only a person on the road. Whereas the Chacham at the end say, Echem Shedvarim, no. Either Shesi or Erev is a valid wall, whether it's on the road or at home or in a dwelling, it's mutter. So the Nafkamina would be an individual in the Yishuv, in a, in a regular city, in a regular place where there's dwellers. According to the last, the Cham Omrim, that would be mutter too, whereas according to the Tanakama, even individuals only mutter on the road, not in town. So here, we're talking about various kulas, you know, how you make these ropes, etc. And uh, we'll get to the Pasibaros soon. But the, there were four things that, they, that the Chum were makel uh, on uh, when, it comes to, uh, when it comes to troops. Patru b'machna. Machna was a troop. They're going out on Mechemes uh, Rishus. Rashi points out interesting that Mechemes Mitzvah is only from the days of your, only in time of Yeshua. From the time of Yeshua of Eilach afterwards, uh, uh, that's really basically Mechemes Rishus. So it's a Shiloh about what Shlomo Melech was when you come to me, Mark of the Gvulos. So is that considered Mechemes Mitzvah or not? A famous Rambam Shitas about that also. In any case, it's Mashmah that you're defending Eretz Yisrael. That's also Mechemes Mitzvah. It's not just Rashi's and Mashmah. Days of Yeshua, that was Mechemes Mitzvah. Afterwards, that's Mechemes Rishus. But if you're defending Eretz Yisrael, that's also Mechemes Mitzvah. In any case, Agamara says like this. So, so he says that there's four, the Mishnah says that there are four cases that uh, were they patter troops. In other words, that troops, troops have a special clue. 
They can steal effectively wood. They need firewood to make, uh, to cook, to whatever they need to warm themselves up. They could take your firewood, okay? They don't have to wash until it's dime because obviously they don't, they don't have water around, whatever. It's difficult in the middle of a war. Umidmai. And they're part of from Demai. Demai, you know, is a suffix of if if if, if you buy tvua from a amaretz, truma they take. But meiser is a suffix, even though most of them do take meiser. It's a suffix. So here goes: if you buy from them, you should take meiser again. But for, as we'll see, for poor people and for troops who are billeted with you, you can give them demai. Umilarv, and they don't have to make an air ball. So the Gemara is going to talk about all these details one by one. Talk about a machna yotzel rishus. Mutaris because lights. Obviously, Mechamis Mitzvah is probably even more, right? Here we're talking about some Mechamis Rishus. Even Mechamis Rishus. Mechamis Mitzvah, probably everything is Mutar. So, talking about Machna Yosel, Mechamis Rishus, Mutarin Begez Leitzim, Yvashim. They're allowed to steal your dry wood, meaning wood that you've already cut down and is dry and is now can be used for timber, for, you know, for fire, you know, for fuel, etc., uh, for making weapons, whatever they need it for. They're allowed to. They're allowed to steal your stuff. That's a special head to the Chum said. They could also make camp wherever they want, even on your property. Also, they're entitled to be buried uh, where they're killed. More we'll talk about this. All these details we'll get to. What do you mean the Chacham made a special heter over here? That was at the kind of from the Yeshua from days of Yeshua Benun. The Amar Mar. When Yeshua came into Eretz Yisrael with Bnei Yisrael, when they came in, he made special, 10 special uh, conditions. When they came into the land, and this is one of them. Here we say marim b'choshim. You're allowed to have your animals graze in somebody else's forest, not in their cultivated wheat, you know, in their wheat patch, whatever, in their field that their crops, but among their forest. If they have a forest which is not made for cultivating or for harvesting, you're allowed to. Uh, they're allowed to have their animals uh, graze in those areas. You're even it's your forest. Mlak neitzim is the same. And you're allowed to also gather up wood from their fields, right? So that's that's a general takana that Yeshua made, not just for troops. So what do you tell me? It's special takana. You're allowed to steal. You're allowed to steal people's dry wood for fuel or whatever. Uh, you're allowed to. That was Yeshua already was talking that. They were talking about you're allowed to use people's thorns and shrubs. We were talking about real regular wood that you're allowed to take. Yeshua was only matter thorns and shrubs. Here we're talking about special heter for troops. Not for any people, but for troops, they can even take wood. Inami Or I could say there was where it was attached. Here, you could take stuff. You know, if it, was, it hasn't been taken off the ground yet, it's still attached to the ground. So there, Yoshua said you could take their wood. You can cut their wood down. Here, pollution. Here, the the owner has already cut it down. He's already gone to the effort of chopping it down and laying it out there to be, you know, laying out there. And still you're allowed to take it. That was the takana that the Chum made. Inami He was matter when the stuff was still moist, when it wasn't usable for fuel. Hachabiyavation, here you're allowed to even take dry ones. Certainly you could take wet ones because they're not, you're allowed to take uh, moist ones because they're not, uh, they're not as valuable. If they've dried out already and can be used for fuel, they're worth more. So this is the takana that the Chum said, over and above the Takan of Yeshua. They can make camp whatever. So Rabbi Yehuda added on that they're entitled also to be buried where they're killed. Isn't that obvious? Mace Mitzvah. He's a Mace Mitzvah. Mace Mitzvah. We have a call. Mace Mitzvah. A person died and there's nobody to tend for him. He's entitled to these, the spot wherever he, wherever he died, even on your property. You have to give him that place as a burial. So, And that's one of the 
Rashi points out that's also one of the ten tanoim. We mentioned the first two, Marim Bechoshim, Malak Neitzim, Misadosayin. That's the first one or two from Yeshua. Another one was Mace Mitzvah Konamakomo. So he's entitled to a name. So again, what is Rabbi adding on? This is a special Takana. That was from the days of Yeshua ben Nun, Arez Lotzricha. Afal Gav, the Isl Kovim, even though he's got somebody to bury him, he's still entitled to it. In other words, Mace Mitzvah Konamakomo is when there's nobody else to bury him, there's nobody there. However, uh, here we're speaking about the Takana here was that even if somebody could bury him, he has somebody to, to, that they could take him and bury him somewhere else. He can go to wherever, the, uh, another Kever. He's still, a special case, uh, the troops are entitled to be buried right there. Perhaps it's because they shouldn't be Osek and schlepping bodies around and they, as they have to make war. The Tanya Ezo Mesmitz for Koshein Lokovrim. Nobody, he has nobody else to bury him. Kore, let's say, if he was able to call out before he died, the Cherimon, he has other people who could tend to him. He has, Rashi says, Yorshim, he has, a, he has heirs, other people could tend to him. Ain't that a Mitzvah? It's not a Mitzvah. Um, uh, uh, so, so therefore, so our answer here is that this isn't a really Mace Mitzvah. Here we're talking about the guy who does have other barrels. Still, he's entitled to a plot on your land if he's wherever, if he was killed in, in battle. Is it really the case that a Mace Mitzvah is entitled to his spot? By the time we learn, we're going to see from this Brisa that you have to move the guy. He's not entitled to just where he dropped dead to bury him there. If you find a dead body uh, who is laid out on the highway, you can, turn, you can, you can remove him, remove him to, the, to the right of the, of the highway or the smallest right or to, or to the left. Let's say on the right or the left, in one case you have a, a, a field that's, uh, that's, plow, that's, uh, that's uh, fallow, the southern ear and the uh, or, uh, one that's sodabur means that it's it's really it's uncultivated, not used at all. They're not they're not uh, not planning on planting anything there. And the other case on the other side was a sudden ear was a plowed up field ready for seeding. The fenado salabur. Obviously, you don't cause the owners a loss if uh, one side was not cultivated at all and the other side was already plowed ready for seed. Obviously, put them on the on the side which is not cultivated, so it would be less of a loss to the owners. Even if it's two different owners, Sardinir Vasudasera. Let's say one was uh, was plowed up and the other field was already planted with seed. That's a bigger loss because you've already seeded the field. So then you put them to the field that was plowed up and not seeded. How you stay near us? Let's say they were both the same situation. They were both plowed up or staying so they're both or both seeded. Staying both or they're both uncultivated. Put them either, you could turn them, uh, you know, move, remove them to either side if, they're, if everything being equal. But the point is, what do you see over here? That you can move the body. You don't bury him right where he died, but you can move him even if you move him a ways away. Here is speaking about the reason you're allowed to, technically, yes, a mace mitzvah, if he's really a mace mitzvah, nobody bury him, he's entitled to the spot where he dropped dead. But over here, it's speaking about where the mace is across the road. You have a narrow road, and the body is is crossed the whole road. If you bury him across the road, Cohen will never be able to pass by there. There'll be Molo and Mace. Since you can remove him from the border, from the spot where he's covering up the, the all the boundaries, in other words, he's right on the road, across the road. So since you have to move him from there, then you can move him anywhere. You move him to wherever you uh, to wherever you want. Everything else being equal, if you have to, if if it's not equal, you move them to the area which is less of a loss to the owners. In other words, means he's across the board, he's across the road from one 
from one side and it's from one boundary of the road to private property to the other one. So therefore, you have to move them anyway so a so carnival should be able to pass there. Your, your uh, troops don't have to wash until it's That's only my Mishonim. But my Machorim Chob, the Gemara in Brachas, we had talks about how far do you have to go for my for my Mishonim. You have to, you know, going forward, going backwards, etc. But, so, that's for regular people. Troops don't have to. My Machronim is a Chob because it's a Sakana. Amr of Chia, Barashim, Neymar, my Machorim Chob, a famous Gemara we have in many places. Why is it a, why is it an obligation to uh, to wash my Machronim? They Shemel Stomas, Yesh, because there is some sodomite salt, which is very, very um, dangerous. That's if you if you um, if you touch your eyes with it, if your if the salt goes in your eyes, it can blind the person. And since the Gemara, since the Torah tells us the bechol carbon chatav gemel, you're supposed to eat salt with your meals. And those days they had this uh, salt; they would dip their the food in, in salt and put their fingers in there. And therefore, they wanted to wash off their hands, so they shouldn't have this uh, dangerous salt on their hands. I'm Rabbi Umishtakra In our salt today. Even in a large amount, of course, a tremendous amount, many, many bushels, you find like one grain. It's a very small amount. That's if you, so the amount of metatakonic, because if you eat it, you're going to dip, you're going to dip your hands in the salt, dip the food in the salt, and you might get salt on your hands. What happens if you're not eating? You're just measuring it out. You're selling it, Rashi says, like the hum to ass drivers or whatever, what there. Amalei, halami boy, certainly you're measuring it out. In other words, by food, it's less of a problem. Maybe you'll get German feeds, but if you're measuring it out and selling the stuff, of course it's going to be in your hands. Certainly you should wash, uh, wash after the meal or wash before, as soon as you're finished with whatever you're done. In case of a meal, when you finish your meal, you wash your hands. In case when you're measuring it out and you're using it in, in commerce, obviously as soon as you're finished, you should wash your hands. You feed demai is only an esedra bonan because we rob minaraisa you go basa rob most most amaratsim do give meiser not only truma but give meiser meiser is less of a chomer is considered a kula uh, just had the gemara in the zvachim and gimel and dalit over there about that meiser is obviously less stringent than truma truma is a chayiv misa if an if a czar eats uh, truma is chayiv misa whereas um, whereas meiser uh, is mutter to a czar. Not only that, uh, truma, if you eat it uh, in a state of tuma, you're chayev misa, whereas meiser, if you eat it in a state of truma, it's only a lav. So um, it's more of a kula by meiser, and therefore it's only, it's only a chumadra bonan that you should give meiser again, because you, you can rely on the robe most uh, amaratsim do give, do give meiser. Since it's only a chumadra bonan, the rabbanan will make it when it comes to poor people and it comes to troops. If the troops are billeted in your area and you're mechuyif to feed them, you can give them to my. He says, Beishami was not mekel. They were machri. Even to my, you can't, even if it's, even if it's only a chumadra they were not mekel when it comes to poor people or billeted troops. Says you're allowed to feed them to my. They're part of making an If let's say there's two camps facing one another and they want to be able to carry from one to the other from the common area in between, you have to. They're, they're part of making a chaser because that's an issue only this rabbanan. But not being able to go two thousand amos beyond their camp or beyond the city. That the chayef to make the tanur of chia lokan al rivchumi get malchus for being over on the rivchumin dvar Torah. So if chia goes with the shefei sheet of rivkiva that chumin are daraisa it's not an esed rabbanim. So since he, since you get malchus for that, 
there they you're not make them a half and they and they cannot go beyond the two thousand amas. Maskalor of Yodasan Vihilokan Alav Shebaal. When it comes to, we're assuming now that the, the how do you know that uh, if you hold the Tumnus Daraisa, it's because it says, Al Yetze Ishm Koma, Al. He says, lo, usually Malchus is if the if it gives you the more the more uh, affirmative word of lo, lo Tirzach, lo this, lo that, right? Lo, don't do this, lo Tigno. But uh, when it comes to Al, do you get Malchus for that, for Al? Maskar Vach Yaakov and not. Don't turn to these sorcerers and these uh, kishif machers, right? Uh, don't do them. You get malchus for that. So just because it says al, as we know, hishamer pen val, they're all words of losasa. You get malchus for all of them. So if you understand, this was kasha. Lavshin lasoras mises bezdim. We're assuming that Rashi learns. Tosus disagrees a little bit. Rashi learns that the assum- the Rashi has the assumption that al yetsa is not only shouldn't you leave. Uh, go outside of your Tchum Shabbos, but also you shouldn't carry, like Al Yotzi, he's learning it as, as, as Al Yotzi also. And therefore, it's a lav, because carrying is an Isser Yechayev Misa for, right? It's Misa's Bezdim. Even though walking beyond the 2000 Amas, even if you hold this as a rice, it's only Malchus, but still it's a lav, it's the same lav, Shin Lazarus Bezdim, that you're supposed to give Lazarus Misa's Bezdim if it's, if it's carrying. Even if you only gave him a warning for Malchus, but since <coughs> it's a lav for which you could give Azhara of Misa's Bezdin, like you say, don't carry out in Jerusha's Ram, because if you do, you're going to be Chayav Misa, and a, lav, and, a, and a lav like that, you don't get Malchus for. A lav shin Nisar's Bezdin, ain't local. that was his kasha. So how can you get Malchus over here? He says, that's only for every Chaseris that it's mutter. You don't have to worry, troops don't have to worry about But every Tchumen, since you get Malchus for it, uh, it's an Nisar Daraisa, and they can't be making on that. But you don't get Malchus on on this, since it's as lav as his besom, Amravashi miksiv al yotz al yotz doesn't say don't carry out, right? Al yetsiksiv. This pasuk, this pasuk al yetsiv is only referring to, is only referring to um, uh, walking out. Tum is not talking about carrying out. Now I just said it the way Rashi says it. it says kan loshen masu yiral. The last last Rashi in the parak, the loshen hits it all. Tosis is, 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 uh, doesn't like Rashi's shot. He just says that it's more that, in other words, he do learn out the Isser of carrying is learned out from Al Yetze also. You know, he do learn out Al Yetze and Yotzi from this Pussing, but the Pussing reads Al Yetze. The key is that says Al Yetze, and therefore this is not a Lavshin of Bezin, even though you do learn out Yotzi from there too. And this is all according to Bekiva anyway that he holds that Tchumen is the Oraisa. If you hold Tchumen, we hold like Tchumen is only Drabbana, and then it's obviously not based on a Pussing. So it's only, it's only an Asmachta. And the Pasuk of Yetze is talking about, about caring. So it would be a lavshin in the source Bezdin. But the Gemara is saying, according to his Shita, that it's a Doraisa, it, it, the main part of the Pasuk is Al Yetze. Not that it's not referring at all like Rashi's Mash, but it's not referring at all to caring. Tosus is more says it's referring to both. The key is that it says, it emphasizes Al Yetze. The Pasuk of Al Yetze is referring to carrying, it's talking about walking out, not carrying out. Therefore, it's not a lavshin in the source Bezdin because the main part of the Yisr is not caring, but rather walking out. And therefore, it's a, it's a simple love, but it's a love because it's a love. The Gemara says, therefore, a Rebetchon, which is a love in the Torah, uh, the, the troops have to follow it as well. That completes Hanulach Mavi, that completes the first parak, and now we get to the second parak. We learned this before, Osin Pasna Biros. If you open up your, your illustration books now, we're going to be dealing with uh, picture uh, illustration number 124 through 127. Those four for today. So, Osim Paras you are allowed to make strips for Biros. Biros are wells, springs, 
we'll see this is not, the Gemara is going to differentiate between a well and a cistern. A cistern is simply a pit. Sometimes it's got water in it, sometimes it dries up. Here we're talking about real running, you know, springs where the water is always coming out there naturally. They don't, they don't dry up. So even though we learned the last few days that what? That in order to have a proper chotzer or shusiyachid, you must have more wall than breach, right? Omed yoser ala parutz. Here there's an exception. Again, the rabbis were making when it came, comes to water because water is a necessary for life for both animals and humans. So therefore the rabbi said that if you have a, a well uh, and you want to feed your animals or drink water yourself, you're allowed to make these, uh, these strips. Abad human. Look at 124 like we had this picture before. You, you, as a corner piece. So it's a four corner piece. How much, and here clearly there's more breach than wall even though effectively you really have the four corner pieces, you have really eight walls, right? Because you have, or, or, or four walls, depends how you look at it, but, but it's, each corner piece is going in two directions. So if you look at that as four walls, as, as each corner piece is being two walls, you have a total of eight walls. Near and Kishmoni, that's what he said, it looks like eight because each piece ends, right? And so it looks like eight pieces. If you count all the, each corner piece as two pieces, it looks like eight. So that's what you made. Rameyer says Shmona Nirim Kishnei Maser. Rameyer holds of one twenty-five. He says besides the corner pieces, you need straight pieces in the middle of each one, so it looks like twelve—a total of twelve pieces. Four, four corner pieces and four straight ones. They have to be—they have to be at least ten tefachim high because you're making rishosiyach here. Again, what's the problem? The problem is that the well is rishosiyach because it's ten tefachim deep. And the street is Rishasarabim. So how can you take water out of the well and draw it out of there to give to your animals or to drink yourself? How do you draw the water out from Rishasarabim? The answer is you make a big Rishasarabim over here. Even though, again, the Paritz is Omid, is Paritz is Yosar al Omid, they were Makal here when it, came, when it comes to the water. And you make basically a fictitious, a legal Rishasarabim in the Rishasarabim. Okay, but I bought him, or if it's not a Rishas Rabim, it's possible that it's, yeah, that it's, a, it's a Carmel's. But even if it's Rishasarabim, the Rabbana Makal here. Uh, the width has to be which is one ama. Each one has to be one ama. But over in Koshu, the thickness can be any amount. Between them are two uh, threshing teams of three animals each. So this is Meir Sheet is number 126. Remember, each animal has a maximum width of one and two-thirds amos. Those are big, fat, juicy ones. If they're smaller, it's even better because the area is even smaller. So Raj says, if, it's, if each one is one and two-thirds, if you have two teams of, th- two teams of three each, thresh, a team is three threshings, uh, threshing teams, um, uh, uh, yeah, a team is, is three animals. A threshing team is three animals. So if you have two of those, one and two-thirds, so you have a total of six animals, one and two-thirds amas times six is ten amas. So a mayor says it can only be ten amas wide is the area, then it's the opening area. You see, you see, you have the corner pieces. And as he shows here the, in, in 126, the space between them is, is, a, is a maximum of ten amas according to a mayor, which would be the same as in the, lo, in the upper part of the 126 versus the lower part of the six animals. The six animals is also ten amas. That's the maximum open area you can have according to a mayor. Right? That's his. Rabbutus says no. Shall arba arba. Uh, you have a four, four. Uh, you can have four. In other words, the, the team is not. Uh, we had a picture about before. I don't remember exactly which page it was on. Uh, back before, probably whatever it says on the side. Anyway, yet yet four. So if you have four and four, if the team of threshing animals is four each, so now you have how many? You have eight animals. 
So eight times one and two thirds is 13 and a third. So the area opening is much bigger than the normal allowed area of 10 amas, but it's each 13 and a third. That's the Chacham sheet. That's Rabbiuta Shita. So Rabbiuta, not Chamas Rabbiuta. Machlok's Rabbiuta, we possibly usually like Rabbiuta. Shal Arba Arba. Kshuras, they have to be tied up together. In other words, they should be summoned below Mataris and not open. In other words, not, not unleashed. In other words, you got to give them tied together. Chumutzi, you don't want to have that much space between them. They can't be open. However, it could even be like in 126 where they're facing different directions so that there's sometimes there's, you know, they're moving around a little bit. So that's a, that's a cooler, Rashi, uh, Rashi says. Um, right? Um, they, don't have to be, they don't have to be tight. They have to be tied, but they don't have to be tied together. They could even be in different directions. Uh, you know, I would have thought that the different directions makes it more tighter, but Rashi says that's a kula, that they could even be spread out a little bit. But they have to be tied together. Okay, so that's that's the area that you have, according to mayor, it's 10 amas, according to Chum, it's 13 and a third. Mutu lahak Now, number 127, the last diagram, last illustration for today, you're allowed to make those corner pieces closer to the well, Obviously, well, isn't closer better because the open areas are worse? So here's the problem. The problem is if they're so close to the well that the animals are sticking out outside of the imaginary walls, right? So the problem is that uh, they might step back a little bit and you might carry the water from the bear in a pail and carry it outside that Rishon Sayachid into Rishon Sarabim. That's what he says. It's mutalak of the bear. Vachte par roshav ruba v'fnim v'shosa. Then it's then shosa. In other words, you're allowed to make the corner pieces smaller and as make a smaller roshasayachid. You're allowed to do that. Obviously, that's good because you'll have less space between the dumids. You'll, you won't have ten amas or thirteen and a third amas. But the concern is, right? As long as most of the animal, the animal's head and most of its body will be inside to drink. You're afraid if the only the animal's head is only if only the animal's head is inside the imaginary Rishosiyachid, and the rest of the animal sticking out, it might step back and you might bring water to it and then you'll come to carry from Rishosiyachid into Rishosiyachid because if you carry it beyond the imaginary lines between the four humans, you carry it out into the street, you're carrying into Rishosiyachid, that's a problem. You can move as much, Kolshu usually means a Kolshu a small amount, here means any amount. You can make them big. You can make these things, you can make, let's say you have a lot of animals, to feed, and you want to make a big, big area, you can make it as big as you want, as long as the open areas between the walls, between the dumits or the flat walls, is not more than 10 according to mayor, not more than 13 and 30 according to Abiuda. you got to make more strips. you got to make more strips there, either corner pieces or straight pieces, so that you shouldn't have a wider area. Abiuda says there's a limit. You can only make an area of 5,000 square amas. They said no. But Sasaim is only Legina for a garden or carpet for an enclosure where they put wood, they stored stuff in there. Avalim Hoya, deer, if it was a cattle pen, or soar, or soar, or sochar is the girsa. A cattle pen is for wild animals that are usually taken out to fertilize land, or soar is for domestic animals or in town. Omukzo, there's a backyard, or chutzer. Afilo base chameshes corn, you could have even much bigger than that. Right, there's several base chameshes corn, or afilu base asara corn. Any amount, basically, saying is okay if it's for this purpose. Right, that the the limit of base saw is only for a that you can carry in there. That's only for enclosures and and cattle pens and backyards, things like that. But for this purpose, you're making rishusi yachid, and it's and it's for use. You're going to be using this for for feeding, uh, for watering the animals. 
then any amount is mafil based on mutter. As we said before, this is just a repetition, really. He says that, that uh, Rabbi Yudah said, you're only allowed base saw. They said, no, you're allowed any amount, as long as, as long as you can make it as big as you want, as long as you make more strips, so that according to Rabbi Yudah, you don't have more than 13 and a third between, of, of open space uh, in any area. You can't have more than 13 and a third in any spot. That, that would be a breach that would invalidate the Rishosiachid. You can't have more than 10 amas, uh, 10 amas page. Okay, we'll pick it up from here tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Have a good day, everybody. Be well. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much.